sports, 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 sports. So they just sit there and talk about sports? Yeah, and there's a lot to get to. The NFL throwing its thing on the table. And a lot more on OU in Texas. Let's do this. It's a Thursday on the Blitz. Diabolical. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, this is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And The Blitz is on for the penultimate Thursday. Welcome to the greatest show in the history of the known universe with me, Fred Fowler, the Falcon, A.J. Hoffman, the short-timer. Aaron Rabel, the Voldemort. You want to get in today? 713-780-ESPN, your number 713-780-3776. Or you can get us on the Blitz Facebook page. Find the Blitz. Click like. You're good to go. There's Twitter, at Fred Fowler, F-A-O-U-R, at AJ is the real, at Aaron is Blitz, at Degenerates975. You can text the show. You know the number for that. And uh, you can watch us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash ESPN975. And it is a Thursday Let's have some fun today. So next to last Thursday ever. Last Thursday in studio. How about that? Hadn't no, thought about that's that. That's true. The yeah. last Thursday in studio. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. next week will be it over under on Thursday and then Carbach on Friday. And the countdown is getting close. What's going on today, Mr. Hoffman? Sports and stuff. What's going on with you, my man? Oh, lots of both. Yeah. <laughs> I've been I, at I, it all day today, um, either on the phone doing business stuff or on the phone talking to people about this whole OU Texas thing. Yeah. I've been hearing a lot about that too. Uh, And then I come into the, I come into the studio and Joel tells me that Nick is fat shaming me uh, on the way out. So that, that I'm hurt. I'm hurt. Told you not to mention their show yesterday. You don't listen. Well, that's uh, that's what I get. (laughs) Yep. That is what that's, that's my prize (laughs) is being fat shamed. And I don't like, Nick says, he, and then he came in and he defended it. He doubled down and said, Is, your T-shirt's a little snug. And, I, I mean, I don't know. I'll uh, Let me do a fashion show on Twitch. So, my my shirts are snug here in my, in my breasts, but not as snug here. So, if I get it bigger up on my breasts, I'm going to have like a... Uh, like a parachute shirt. I don't want that. That's not the modern man fit. I don't. Want, I, I don't know. I guess. I'll, I guess I'm just a fatso, Nick. Yeah, well, embrace Terrible. it. Embrace it. I don't really care. That's okay. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, 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 haven't, I haven't been into the gym since COVID hit, so it, it kind of is what it is. If, I, if I it mean, makes you feel any better, it's like I'm I, certainly not thin. I had to go back on uh, keto today because I, I put eight pounds on back. That's so, gonna happen. Yeah. So there we go. So don't you know? Don't feel so bad. I'm I'm in the same fat ass boat with you. Like that really wide barge that they have. That's to use. right. I'm I'm, I'm a on tugboat. Yeah. We need a tugboat to get us where we're going. Totally down with it. Oh man. I mean, you know it's it's it doesn't bother me. I didn't tell Aaron this, so it's not on the rundown. But uh, today. At 5 o'clock, we will have uh, Adrian Yanez uh, of the UFC. Uh, he's fighting on Saturday night. Um, and a, a local Houston guy who, uh, who's, who's made the big time and uh, is, is one of the more exciting fighters, one of, certainly one of the more exciting young fighters in the, uh, in, in the UFC today. So 
Uh, and he's got a fight against a guy in Randy Costa, who's another banger. It, this is going to be a fun fight. So uh, it and it's free prelims. You're, you'll be able to see it. So uh, we'll talk to Adrian at five o'clock today. Get his thoughts going into uh, into his uh, his fight on Saturday. That's all. Awesome. I forgot to tell Aaron that. Sorry, Aaron. I'll get you his number. You were busy eating. Yeah, I was busy <laughs> stuffing my face. I did actually stuff my face today. I went to Tejas and uh, and had my my last uh, Tejas Reuben sandwich, at least for some time. It's the uh, the Thursday special. And I'm telling you now, it's one of the best sandwiches that I've ever had in my life. Um, they, they I, I don't know. I mean, their pastrami is next level and there's some other barbecue places who do pastrami in town and everybody's like have you had theirs have you had theirs i have unlike most normal people i eat at almost every barbecue place in the city i've eaten there at least once damn there but then i'm like well have you had tejas and they're like no it's out in tomball well then how do you know so-and-so's is better that doesn't make a whole lot of sense (laughs) but that's that's like the that's like the people who Criticize the story because I read the headline. Yes, yeah. But they they make their own uh, they make their own uh, sauerkraut. They make their own uh, like a house made mustard. Oh, the mustard! Ooh. The bread is phenomenal. It's just a, it's a perfect sandwich. It really is. And uh, I had maybe my last one to at least my last one for a while today. So uh, so I did stuff my face, and I'm going to stuff my face tonight at Tastemakers. And you know what I'm going to? I don't know if Nick's going to be at Tastemakers, but if he is. I'm gonna I'm gonna be asking him like, hey, you think you should eat that second hors d'oeuvre there, Nick? Do you think you should you should really eat that one? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I saw that you uh, you shamed him into giving everybody uh, option to go. Yeah, yeah, you think? <laughs> oh boy, seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six is your number if you want to get in. The uh, so tomorrow will be a happy hour, the last happy hour. How about that? Aaron, Aaron was saying That's that he it. spent more on trail mix than he did on the crappy vodka for the Was it trail shot. mix for the uh, for happy hour or was it no, just it's trail just mix my for you? Trail mix, oh, though. okay. Mm. And Specs carries it. So you must have gotten um, some tobacco flavored vodka, is, is my guess, right? Now, now he's got to go get it so he can show it off to the, yeah. to the people. Oh. Uh, whatever it is, it looks horrible. No, it's, that's tobacco flavored vodka, okay. certainly. There's regular and menthol. Yes, there is. Oh boy, yeah. What's, how's the price point changed? Is it two dollars and ninety eight cents? Oh each? wow! Imagine that for a whole bottle of booze. Like, <laughs> I mean, that's that's still wild. You know, to you me. know what? That, that makes it really easy to be a drunk right now. Well, you know what though? It, what it also does? It now gives me something that I'll just go buy a bunch of them, and when the homeless ask me for money, I'll just give them that instead. I mean, that's a good move. They'll like, love it. Listen, I'm going to give you three dollars because I know you can get a bottle of vodka for it. Now it's going to taste like menthol tobacco, but it's still a bottle of vodka. Just and, go, and yeah, that, that's that's going to be that'll be like hobo party. That's right. He'll go get he'll go get his two or three friends and say, "Hey, look, I got a whole bottle here." I tried to convince the woman at Specs checking, uh, like ringing me up to taste it because she was like, "Oh, this is maybe tobacco. That can't be that bad." You know, probably just tastes like a cigarette. And I was like, "Oh no, woman." <laughs> Let, you know what? Let's open this bottle. I'll give you a sip right here. No, I couldn't do that. I said, I promise. I said, I'll talk to your manager. The customer's always right. Let's do it. No, no, I'm not going to do that. Said, All right. You had your shot. Uh, IOT says, in Chicago today, and saw someone drinking Malort at the bar last there night in a brandy snifter. All right. Boy, uh, you know who the saltiest guy on Twitch is? Mega Blast. 
Mega Blast 9. Uh, Mark Cuban's a dumbass. Another example of someone that's good at one thing, so they think they're good at everything. That's making them get the virus in a roundabout way. That's all it is, the vaccine. What? And then what? he says, Who is uh, this? better than being torn like Kazmat Sui was. Goodell's a bleeping puppet. Might be the worst of the big three commissioners. Gambling on sports is so bleeping stupid. Even the experts can barely break even at best. All those gambling lines are a scam, too. I had a buddy who worked at one in Vegas. People love to bet on the hardest thing to win also, the NFL. UT are also Johnny-come-lately Australian words. Bleep Longhorn Scott, too. I mean, he's just an... What? An, where, what is this? Where? It's just everything. He's, he's very angry. No, but where is this? On Twitch. I, I didn't see that. Do you, have you blocked Mega Blast? No. Well, he's been blasting. Huh, I don't he's see him very on angry. And then there's people talking about me having a muffin top. And that's this is the thing, boys. I'm a I'm a very secure man. I don't care if you guys think I'm fat. I don't care one bit. I own it. I I wallow in my own fat. The way a real man does. You ain't gonna shame me yeah. into getting skinny, bitches. Echo says he doesn't see those comments either. I don't either. I didn't block him. How long have you had Twitch open, AJ? Was it open in your office earlier? Yeah. Okay, that's why you can scroll up to uh, the oh, whole okay. time it's been open. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so that was before. <laughs> that was before us. Damn. Benghazi ain't going away. <laughs> Mega Blast. That's right. Mega Blast is a little bit like Charlie Daniels. <laughs> well, at least it's fun. I guess. Um, Aldo Vlad says y'all should get drunk off, off cheap tequila for the last show. No, we're getting drunk off Carbach for the last show. Good, the good stuff, the best stuff. That's right. Tremendous. The best. I'm sure Eric's going to have some uh, some of our old favorites ready to go. So, uh, yeah. I plan on, uh, plan on drinking like crazy. Well, I have a, I have a bunch of stuff I want to get to on the whole OU thing uh, because spent a lot of time on that today uh, talking to people who would know what's going on and, uh, and reaching out to some folks. So uh, I want to get to that. I kind of want to dispel some myths that I keep seeing, too. Which uh, from Twitter and that I've heard on other stations that are non-factors in this thing, and I, I kind of like to to get to that. But we've burned most most of the first segment talking about fat. Well, <laughs> if only I could burn fat as easily. Yeah, I know. But this would be a great time for yeah. a live read about weight loss. That's right. <laughs> you can burn fat. But I ain't worried about weight loss. Look, I, listen, I spent a long time cutting weight and losing weight. I got nothing to lose weight for now. I'm going to be a happy man. Is what I'm going to be. A happy man. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tyler on Twitter says, not that I expect you watch much MLB Network, but I saw it on at a bar last night, and they show live betting odds for games on the bottom line with scores. Thought that was interesting. Yeah, I, I think all these guys are embracing it now, as they should. And it looks like it's going to be uh, the Caesar Superdome dome now, which, yep. um, you know, I, it, it's, it's becoming uh, pretty mainstream, which is why I'm glad to be in that business. And somebody says, fatness is a sign of wealth. Well, I don't know about that. Hmm. Eh, I mean, you are pretty wealthy. Well, no, I'm not. I'm I'm very middle class. <laughs> uh, uh, Beer Man Greg says, Fred, you were part of Th- Throw Shade Thursday again. Fred's, always, Fred's a uh, consistent uh, part of Throw Shade Thursday. If they, if I, they didn't have me, that, that entire that thing would fall would apart. Yeah. Uh, I, I did hear somebody call in and say, uh, shout out to the greatest show on radio and then yeah the, i clipped that you got that well, why don't you play that for the people 
Let you play that for the Hold people. Hold on. What is it? What is it? It's uh, it's a compliment. Oh, for us? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a it's a good thing because look, I'm not I'm not going to play any negatives about the other guys on the show, on, on on the other shows on this station. Don't believe in doing that, but I will uh, I'll play positives about us. Here we go. Carson is here. What's going on, Carson? Yo yo. First of all, shout out to the best radio show in the world. Thank you. The Blitz. Second of all, he he got you. You always got to wait. Well done. Well played, sir. Well played, Carson. That was good. I like Carson. All right. Well, uh, ordinarily, uh, Lawyer Dave would be here, uh, but he's... El Tejano Tigre. uh, El Tigre Tejano. Oh, that's right. Abogado El Tigre Tejano. But uh, he's probably in court crushing crushing the enemies because that's what he does. The axe man. And uh, he represents blitzers who've had all kinds of uh, accidents, whether it's car, 18-wheeler, industrial. I saw two accidents on the way in today, and I wanted to hold up a sign that said, Better Dial Dave. Uh, if you had a bad hospital experience, guess what? He'll, t- he'll go after them, too. Practices everywhere here in Texas, all over the place, including uh, our good friends over in the Golden Triangle. And here's the best part. Doesn't charge for his consultations. So you can call him right now if you've got a legal question, and he'll answer for you. That line's open 24-7. And if it's something he handles... Then great, and he takes your case. Guess what? Nothing out of pocket until you win. That includes any any medical stuff you need done. They'll they'll get you hooked up with that. And if he, he doesn't do it, then he'll put you with somebody who does. And if you don't have a case, he'll even tell you that too. He just loves to help out the blitzers. Give him a call right now seven one three six two six eighty nine hundred or on Twitter at lawyer dave law or you can go to uh, the website lawyerdave.com. And if you can't remember all that, you can always just hit me up via email or Twitter, and I'll put you in touch. Need a lawyer? Better dial Dave. This is the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. You are listening to the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on the Blitz. As the countdown to extinction continues, guess who's in Twitch? The legendary Josh Ennis. Oh, Josh Ennis. Yeah. No one ever called Josh fat when he was working here. They save that all for us. (laughs) I'm fine with it. You know what? (laughs) You need need an offensive line. Where are you going to come? Yeah. You get a bunch of skinny ass hoes. You think Jake Asman? No. You think Jake Asman can play left left tackle? You think Charlie Palillo can play tackle? You got to have the big boys too, man. That's right. <laughs> That's right, friends. Uh, put some put some respect on our fat. That's right. Come on. And listen, I I could be skinny if I wanted. I've proven that many times. I've, I've fought it one hundred eighty five time one hundred eighty five pounds multiple times. And I, you, you, but, look, you look like you just escaped a, uh, a POW camp, though. I don't need to do that. I don't need to be skinny now. If I was skinny, would I have had that Reuben sandwich today? No. Would I have had chili relleno sausage today? No. Would, would you I be drank, drinking on happy hour tomorrow? Would I have drank beer last night at Ingenious and drank beer today at Buffalo Bayou? No. But I did all those things. You know why? Because I'm comfortable in my fat suit comfortable 
come after me. I'm a man. I'm 40. I miss Josh around here. I really do. Um, okay, so I wanted to get... Well, you know what? Let's let's do this NFL thing first because I, I, I think basically the NFL... Uh, and, and I'm sure you guys have seen it. If you haven't, they've decided that uh, if you cause a COVID outbreak on your team and the game gets canceled, then it's a forfeit and neither team gets paid. Well, as you know, I have caused COVID for a lot of people. Uh, so I understand how this could be a problem. Um, it, it's This is a weird situation because they're saying like it's – uh, you you have to forfeit the game because you like because of an outbreak. But an outbreak can happen even with the the vaccine. Like that's what we've seen that that's possible. But again, this is a way of trying to shame I, these guys into getting well, the vaccine. And listen, you you know what I think about this thing. I, I, I'm uh I'm a believer in the vaccine, but I'm also a believer in letting everybody do what the hell they want to do. And if you don't want to get it, okay, don't get it. But you you can't you you also have to understand that this thing is here for a reason and and if if there is an outbreak well I mean what's what should be the the situation should they do what they did last year was it what the Titans get the Titans Bills was it yeah it was Titans they, Bills they pushed back a week well they they did say if they can't reschedule it which I, I don't and obviously with a seventeen game schedule it might be more difficult now sure. I don't know but I I just think okay. It's kind of like you say, you have to be vaccinated to be here for happy hour. I don't care if you are or not, because if you come in and you're not vaccinated and you have it, there's a 99% chance I ain't getting it. I'll take those odds. And if I do get it, it's, I, I mean, the version I had the first time was milder than Kansas football. I mean, at some point, I feel like, you know, yeah, it's, you might have it, but once you've been vaccinated and once you've already had it once and they say that when you do get it, you're not going to get hospitalized, I mean... And at some point, when we say, well, you, you know, we don't want to ever have a cold again or anything like that. I mean, I don't know. I, I kind of feel like it's people's choice to do what they want. And I've said all along, if you don't want to get it done, totally cool. If you die from it, well, I'll probably laugh at you. You're saying totally cool about that. Yeah. And if I wind up turning into a zombie because I got the damn thing, well, guess what? You can laugh at me. Yeah. Hopefully do it before I eat your face because that's what zombies do. But it doesn't matter. You know, it's, you should have your own choice. You know, it just, it, it's the, I, I get what the NFL is trying to do because, you know, it, much like college football, which we get to money, you don't want to lose games. But I, I mean, is it really that big of a threat to lose a game at this point? I mean, if, if, if 85% of your team is vaccinated and they made a, they made a wide receiver play quarterback last year. It's hard for me to believe that you're going to have a big enough outbreak that your team can't play. So, and, and I think in a way this is, I don't want to say it's meaningless, but it is just a way to say, dude, get the damn vaccination, whether you want to or not. Well, you see Zeke Elliott, who got COVID before the 2020 season, uh, he, they asked whether he's encouraged teammates to be vaccinated, and he said he grew up in a family that didn't believe in inoculations but he has now been vaccinated, explaining that he did it for himself and his team. Hmm. So I, I think that's the way they're going to – that's how they're going to really kind of shame these guys into doing it, which, you know, I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but they are going to say, like, hey, you've got 
51 other guys here who you're going to screw over if you catch this Roni. And guys are going to go like, oh, really? You're going to put that all on me? Nobody wants to be that guy who gives who makes the team lose a game because he didn't want to get a shot. And, and have two teams not get paid? Yeah. I mean, that's so. Yeah. I mean, whether it's – and I'm not saying that that's fair at all. It, 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 in fact, it probably isn't fair, but that's the way they're going to pressure them. And, and that's and, – and, and while I appreciate your text, 832, I'm not going to start debating this crap with you guys. It's not a 99% chance. It's about a 75% chance. My wife is a doctor that deals directly with vaccine therapy. Please don't mis- misbehave. Uh, hello. Don't my... mislead people that don't know or are scared. First off – Excuse me. Excuse me. My wife is Dr. Fauci, so uh, maybe call back later. No, I, honestly, I'll do respect to your wife. I also happen to read every single report about this stuff. I'm a doctor. All now, right? now, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I'm a doctor. Now, if you've only had one shot, yes, it's a much higher percentage. But, you know, and especially the one I had, it's extremely low. So please don't be the guy who tries to scare people again. Well, I, th- those guys are the ones that drive me nuts. It's like, oh, look at this variant. Yeah, you got you got the sniffles. Great. Let, let's 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 bad in some places in the world, but let's quit acting like you know the the people who've done everything right and done everything their ass. They have to still be scared. Screw that. That's a hey man bleep that. Sorry. Go ahead. My question is: so these players are you know resistant to it because there have been no long-term effects most of them probably want to know what's going to happen if it could affect them going forward in their career and stuff and they don't trust it fine but when the nfl says okay if 85 percent of your team are vaxxed then you guys can go back to normal and we're not going to test as much you're allowed to do you know you're allowed to go out when you're on the road you're allowed to go to hotel bars and restaurants and stuff and then they sit there and go well if you're not vaxxed you're being selfish and you're costing your team well you just said 15% of the team doesn't have to get it. Is Are you just trying to start bleep basically in locker rooms of, hey, man, are you going to get it? No, we're at 87%. I don't want to get it. I'm not going to get it. And then all of a sudden the rest of the team goes, well, why are you being selfish? I got it. Why didn't you get it? Does that not make sense? Yeah. I mean, it, yeah. it's oh, yeah. literally it, it, them it, trying it, to set, basically throwing lighter fluid in the middle of a, a locker room and then setting it on fire by going, well, if 85% of you get it, you guys are good, you can act normal, and then you have the argument of, well, those other 15%, they're selfish because they're going to cost you a game check. I mean, the truth is, I mean, that's also true, though. I mean, it is possible that they could cause them a game check. But should that be the, should that be a deciding factor on why you do or don't get the shot? I, I don't know. I don't know where the line is drawn. Where, And I think it's all about how comfortable you are with like with what level of responsibility you think you'll take if that were to happen. Um, it's, it's not like, I I think we're past the point of like when Rudy Gobert was, was like touching the microphone and then Donovan Mitchell gets the Roni because Rudy Gobert thought it was funny. And then it turns out that Rudy Gobert actually gave Donovan Mitchell the Roni. So it was less funny, but it was a little funny, but, (laughs) but now we're like, uh, we're at a point where, I mean, it's everyone's. It's possible to like. It's way more rampant now than it's ever been. Like, well, not than it's ever been, but than it was at the beginning. Like, at the beginning, we were like, well, who knows how to, how it's transmitted, and that people were joking about transmitting it. Now, a ton of people have already had it. A ton of people have been vaccinated. I think people are starting to loosen up. I don't know if they're going to like feel like they take responsibility though. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I just I feel like it's. Uh 
Yeah. I I I feel like forcing them to do it, which is they're not forcing. They're just eh, pressuring. They're they're pressuring to the point where most of these guys are going to do it. Um, I I get it if you have a company and you want to make that your policy, and that's kind of what they're doing. Uh, not a problem. But I, I'm I'm also think that we might want to just take a step back here a little bit and, and look at how out, these outbreaks are not what they were, where people were really getting sick and dying. I mean, this, this time around, when people even if they you do have the vaccine and you get it, it's not that big of a deal. So I mean, I, I that it's about money, man, and. So why don't these players just lie about it? They can get docs to write scripts and give a doc to sign them a bad card. Well, because here's the thing. The team is going to be like the NFL saying you've got to test guys who aren't vaccinated, which does make sense. We all agree, right? If, if yeah, you aren't yeah, vaccinated, no problem you, sh- you should be getting tested if you're going to play in a football game. So if the NFL then lies about someone having COVID, now that NFL team is on the hook, that ain't happening. They would, I mean, the NFL teams would rather forfeit a game then sneak a play. I mean, maybe the Super Bowl, you know, maybe a playoff game, but a regular season game, they ain't sneaking somebody through and like telling some doctor to fake it. There's no chance because the 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 downside of that is way too big and and could be way too financially damaging. If you get it and say, "Well, I I had a, I had the vaccine, I still got it," which I I think, frankly, I think some people are lying about too, but. You know, I, I think uh, it, it doesn't matter to me whether people want to do it or not. But also, don't be don't be the guy who's sitting here. I, I I kind of object to trying to scare the hell out of people at this stage to get them to do it. It should be your choice. I get that. You know, I honestly get. I don't know that, but it's also. Are they trying to scare? Should they, should they say anything different? If there's a COVID outbreak and we can't make up the game, you forfeit the game. It's not an unreasonable thing to say for the NFL. No, it's not. But if you're also, if the majority of your guys are vaccinated and you're testing the ones who aren't, this really shouldn't come up. It shouldn't. You know, that's the thing. That's why. That's why I think it's. it's but not every team's at eighty five percent yet. No, and and you know, I, it, it all varies, and I don't really know how many teams are at what because. You know, that's we shouldn't know. It shouldn't be our business, except for when it comes to betting. I would like everything to be my business, <laughs> but. Um, yeah, you know, that that's the thing. I think we it, 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 forcing people into it, and, and I, I mean, I don't have a problem with it being your policy, but th- this is just kind of a. I don't really like the way they did this. I kind of feel like it's you're shaming them into doing it, and if they don't, then and, and cause something, then it's going to cause problems with other players and all that stuff. And it's it's rather just either say, look, if you want to play in the NFL this year, you have to be vaccinated unless your doctor says you can't. Yeah. Just do that. And that way people can make up their mind whether they want to play or not. If they want to opt out like they did uh, last year, so be it. But, I mean, this is chicken bleep. Typical NFL. All right. Quick break. It's a Blitz on ESPN 97. 5-92-5. Fun Sports.
This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. Right, a couple things from the text line. I've yet to hear why a forfeit isn't just that, a forfeit. You lose the game, the other team wins. Why is the other team penalized to check? Well, but if you don't play a game, you don't Yeah, you don't get paid. You don't get, a, you because, don't get paid. Uh, so the you know, TV's not going to pay you for not playing a game. And... You know, and I also think it's just another way of them shaming people. I, I don't and, disagree. And, and Dr. Guy, minimizing the realities aren't any better either. Okay, look, we disagree, brother. And you use your source and I'll use mine. But I'm not, I mean, there's, we, it, it's fine. We're allowed to disagree. Um, Brandon, Texans better pray a lot of, for a lot of outbreaks that go their way. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, the Texans are monitoring everybody. No. Oh crap! They got to eighty-five percent. We're screwed. You know, you know, uh, Jesus Easterby's in there going. All right, we're all going to get our vaccinations, and one hundred percent, and then we're just going to hope like hell that everybody else doesn't. Like DeAndre Hopkins, for instance, who, uh, who tweeted something out that made it sound like he's threatening to retire over it. Well, okay, if he gets his team sick, that might be an extra win. Could be beat Arizona. Ooh, here's the important question, AJ. How does this affect? The over-under totals for wins. <laughs> I don't know that it does. I, I, I mean, but but I tell you what, people are going to be pissed off if if they lose the, uh, an over-under because of that. And the last thing on this is the reason I've been vaccinated is because I don't know what effects will be one year later, two years later. I know you mentioned you read all the articles. But would you happen to tell me if you read anything on this? I really want to get vaccinated, but I'm afraid of the long-term effects not being a D-weed. Thanks. Good question. Uh, no, I haven't. I mean, I've read, but there's no way of knowing until you get two years in. Um, it's it's like anything else. I mean, so far, so good. But, yeah, I mean, if, if the zombie apocalypse comes in 2022 because of it, whoops. Yeah. <laughs> the good news is if we all turn into zombies, we're probably going to eat you anyway. So don't you want to be on the winning team? That, that That would be my selling point for you. It's like, hey, if we're all going to turn into zombies, I think I'd want to be on the zombie team, not the guy getting eaten by zombies team. But, oh boy, 713-780-ESPN. I'm, I'm with you, Flea. Get vaxxed, don't get vaxxed. I'm exercising my IDGAF stance to either side. That's kind of how I feel. Uh, all right, let's, uh, let's get some more fun stuff. Like uh, the UT and OU thing oh to the SEC. And let's 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 get people pissed off over that. I'd, I'd rather let's do I'd that. rather it be that instead of uh, uh, this other crap. Billy Lucci tweeted out a couple of hours ago. As you'd expect, Tech, Baylor, and TCU reps are all rallying to file legislation blocking any state school from switching conferences without approval. I'm sure Oklahoma State's doing the same. Uh, I mean, did anybody do that when A and M wanted to switch? I don't remember that. Crickets. No. So, they, like, it's not like they're going to say, well, there's no precedence to this. Like, no. These schools are upset because they're going to be left out. They're, they're, uh, it, it's, it's almost like a, a, a 40 year old kid who's been living at home for a long time and his parents are like, you got to get a job, son. And the, the Oklahoma and Texas are the parents. Oklahoma is obviously the dad. At least in the last 15, 20 years, they're the daddy. Texas is mommy. Uh, but 
they are saying, listen, guys, y'all got to get out of the house. You got to start paying your own insurance. You got to start paying your own cell phone bill. And they're like, you know, they're a bunch of potheads who haven't had a real job. They, like they've gotten fired from a couple pizza delivery gigs. And they're like, what do you mean? You're just going to kick me out of here? They're like uh, Will Ferrell in uh, like in uh, Wedding Crashers. They're, they're the meatloaf guy. Uh, I mean, and they are pissed that their parents would dare kick them out of the house. And they're like, I'm going to take you to court. Over I'm going to sue you so you can't kick me out of the house. That's kind of what it's like because they don't want to live life on their own because they know life on their own is going to be a lot harder. And really, it's going to be a lot less lucrative. Um. I understand where they're coming from, but also, I mean, you can't, you're not going to be able to stop Texas and Oklahoma from doing what makes financial sense to them. Texas and Oklahoma aren't responsible for Texas Tech and Oklahoma State. That's, it's not their cross to bear. Well, you know what, you know what this is? This is, uh, I had an interesting few weeks because, a couple of mockingbirds built a nest in my front yard and wound up uh, having little baby mockingbirds. And when you'd walk by the little baby mockingbirds, the other ones are gone and they're just there with their mouth open. Feed me, feed me, feed me, feed me. And then eventually they kick them out of the nest and pretty much all of them die. Eh, that's where we are. I mean, tech is one of the little baby birds and Baylor's one of the little baby birds. You know, that, that, that there is no big 12 without Texas and Oklahoma. And let, let, it fails to exist. And let me get to some of these myths that are out there. On-field performance has nothing to do with this. No. Texas could go to the SEC and go 6-6 six and six every year. They're still Texas. They're still bringing eyeballs. People are still watching the games. I mean, someone said, weeks ranked in top 10 since 2010. And then they listed all A&M, TCU, Baylor, Michigan State, Boise, Oklahoma State, Washington, South Carolina, Nebraska, Arkansas, and then Texas, way at the bottom of the list. Do you think the SEC is looking at Texas and going, oh, they haven't been real good at sports lately? No. They're looking at Texas and going, boy, this is going to bring a lot more eyeballs to our to our TV network. And it, we can make more money. Here's another. This is a, kind of an un, underreported fact. Big Ten schools make more money than SEC schools from their TV deals. It doesn't seem right to me. But because their footprint is so big, it, 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 that's the way that it works out. So uh, it, it, that means Purdue makes more money off of a TV deal than LSU does. In what world is that fair? I would imagine that once tex- if Texas and Oklahoma are welcomed into the SEC, that changes. Those, those, the, the, the SEC schools, and deservedly so, are making more money than any other conference because it's the best conference in, in football. The Big Ten, $768.9 million last year. SEC, $728.9. Pack, big drop-off to the Pac-12 at 533 As there should be. And ACC, 496 <laughs> Big 12, 409.2, but they're also only splitting that 10 ways. So, That's true. Which everybody else is, is splitting 12. Um, but the, the main thing is, and, and I read this in this from Dennis Dodd, who I, I think is pretty reliable. He doesn't tell me where this number came from, but he believes the SEC will go from $44 million per team a year to $60 million <laughs> with those two. And, and that's for 16 teams, man. Who's, like, who's against that? Uh, and and that's, that's the other thing. I mean, A&M can rattle its saber all at once. 
I, I am I am quite certain that there have already been and, and the reason I knew about it there were conversations with everybody about how they would vote and I I, I think A and M A and M because here's the here's sort of the dirty secret of that A and M's the richest SEC school like they they're not worried about money yeah you know who is South Carolina Arkansas they could use those checks Kentucky could mm. use that check anybody in Mississippi sure and. The the next thing you add those two and, and somebody texted about it. If uh, the the next contract was already going to be huge, you bring in Texas and Oklahoma for it's, a TV it's contract. Massive, and it's so those numbers are going to go through the roof, and everybody's looking at that saying, "Yeah, this 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 is perfect." I, I don't think that I don't think that there's going to be enough support from other SEC teams when they realize how much more money they're going to make because that is all that matters. And all these other factors that people bring up, like, oh, well, this team won't want them because they don't want to get pushed further down the food chain. $20 million a year? You'll get pushed. Yeah, I'll, I'll take, I'll take a step it. back. It has nothing to do with on-field performance. It has nothing to do with how good your teams have been, how well your programs have been run. It's all about the brand, and that is all that matters, and it's all about the money. And any other thing you want to bring up, basketball. Basketball doesn't matter in this at all. Is it a bonus for... You know, if you get a Kansas basketball team in your conference, yeah, but their football team is what this is about. So it, it, none of the other sports matter. I want to start with that. And the only thing that, that does matter is money. It doesn't matter what your win-loss record is or anything. And, and so anybody who's spouting that kind of stuff, it's not going to be a factor in this. Well, now, the one second. The next big thing is what happens after this, because I think we're headed for total chaos, and I got a bunch of fun scenarios. Sorry, okay. go ahead. No, uh, I was just saying, you know what SEC uh, big brass are sitting there looking at the top in 2019 when LSU played Texas? Eighth highest rated college football game of the entire year. Uh, 8.6 million viewers, and that was in September. The rest of them? with the exception of Notre Dame-Georgia, all took place at the end of the season, November 30th or later, so when conference races were tight, bowl games started, championship stuff. Other than Notre Dame-Georgia on September 20, 21st, LSU-Texas was the only one in the top 10, or was the earliest game in the top 10 for all the 2019 season as far as viewers go. And the SEC's looking at that going, well, if we put them in the West, we can make them play every single year. And if we can average even 8 million viewers a year... That's a lot of money. I was uh, I read up a lot, and some, uh, someone said, "What about the the Longhorn Network that the SEC the SEC wouldn't allow it?" You're right. And what I was reading about that today is that and that contract runs through 2031, believe it or not. Wow. Um, and Texas makes 15 million dollars a year off of it, but a lot of people think that. The that Texas would be willing to scrap it, ESPN would certainly be willing to scrap it and just roll that into the SEC network, and it, it, everybody's happy. Um, I, I, I this is not a. I know it sounds crazy, but fifteen million if fifteen million dollars a year. We we just talked about what they would make by joining the SEC. Right. I mean, it basically makes up for itself right there. 
I, I don't think that they're looking at it as as something. Oh, we've got to have this Longhorn. No one watches that stupid Longhorn network yeah. anyway. Yeah, I mean that's a that was a huge money loser for ESPN. I'm sure there'd be some kind of settlement. But if they weren't, they'll make enough money off of it to where it's more than a wash. It, that's what I'm saying. If it wasn't going to make money for Texas, they wouldn't move to the SEC. No, and they're they're going to. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We come back. I uh, I want to get into what the next moves would be. And I'm probably going to hurt some of your feelings. Okay. It's the Blitz on ESPN 97.5-97.5. This is the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. The White Sox sit high atop the AL Central, while the Brewers are in first in the NL Central, and the two go head-to-head this weekend in Milwaukee. Sunday at 5 on ESPN 97.5 and ESPN 92.5. I think I need help. I'm drowning in myself. You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on the Blitz. So a couple of good texts from Aggies saying they would welcome it. And and if I'm A&M, that's how I would react. I'd be like, hey, you know what? You're putting more money in our pockets. I'd love the chance to kick your ass on the yeah. field again every year. And oh, by the way, I got a better coach than you. I think I'm going to be better than you. That's that's how I would do it. I'm not the one who's scared of competition. Bring it on. That's that's how I would respond if I was AM. But and, and 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 to be to be fair, a lot of Aggies are at least on the text line. Um, but and I, I also think it's a myth that if Texas was in there, suddenly they would out recruit A and M again. Now, I, I don't know if that's it, it comes down to the coaching staff and who those guys get. Yeah, and there's no guarantee that that's going to make Texas be better than A and M. It's got nothing to do with it. It's just everybody makes money. And, but and, cur- currently, the the I mean the biggest the the biggest card in the hand of A and M is we're in the SEC. Yeah, they get one vote though, and and, and to me, I, I think. No, I mean in in a recruiting oh. standpoint, like yeah, that, that's but, what that's the one card that they can play. That's, no, they can also play have a national championship winning coach, and you don't. True. I mean, there's there's other but stuff. They, and college they, station like saying, has a lot of appeal. Also, I mean, somebody it's not, won a national championship somewhere else. But it's not. But it doesn't. It's not like it matters. Texas has got top ten recruiting classes every year right. now. And you know, maybe a kid. I, I don't. know. I like what you did when you said that college station has a lot of appeal to some kids. Yeah, especially country kids. Dude, you, you grow up in the country. All right. Then you know, Austin can be big city life. Yeah, I mean, it can be. Uh, it can be overwhelming for, for right. kids. That's that's why I don't think you can ever just say, "Oh, well, this you know, if I were an eighteen year old kid, I would go to Austin." Well, I would because I grew up near a city, and you know, I like Austin. Spent a lot of time there. But if I grew up in the country, I might want to go to a place where I'm familiar, like sheep. You know, we have sheep there. I had sheep on the farm. Just me. Um, but I mean, yeah, I, I mean, all of those things. Even even if that did happen, guess what? You're making at least twenty million more right off the bat, and probably thirty, forty million, million more a year down the road for your school. And yeah, A and M doesn't care as much as those other ones do, 
But I guarantee you when it comes to a vote, say, oh, we have a gentleman's agreement. The Florida schools will back us so that we don't put a Florida school there. No, it's going to be, look at the dollars. Yep. Sorry, guys. And when did you become the most powerful program in the SEC? Because that's what, that's what it would be if you killed it. And I know you; those guys make a lot of money, but... Well, I, I've heard a lot, and again, I've talked to a few people last night, uh, and I've, I've read a lot about, you know, they, they need, they would need four no's uh, to, to basically shut this thing down. Um, no, they need five no's, because they, they, they would need ten yeses, so they would have to be five no's to keep it from getting to ten yeses. But... I've heard A&M obviously is a hard no. I've heard conflicting reports on Missouri. Like maybe it's not as hard of a no as yeah. You would think. It depends on who you talk to, and and this is going to be decided at the president level. It's not going to be head coach. It's this not, isn't a football. Yeah, yeah, this isn't football business. This isn't Nick Saban and Jimbo Fisher going. Well, you know what we think? No, this is this is guys who are above their pay grade. Which is crazy to think about, but that's who's making these calls. Yeah. And there's there's a bunch of other stuff I want to get to, including how this could start some dominoes, and it might it might not cause any other shakeups really, other than some small stuff. It just kind of depends. Uh, but we'll we'll do that. We'll, we'll get back to this probably after the interview because I don't want to I don't want to dive into this right now because I've got a bunch of scenarios for you and. Let's, let's see what uh, Gary has to say. Hello, Gare Bear. Hey, guys. Just wanted to, to weigh in. I'm a, I'm a UT guy, and I think AJ is right. I mean, the fact is, UT prints money. They don't need the SEC for money. Now, he is looking good to the SEC is because of money. Um, the big deal is recruiting, like AJ said. I follow it pretty closely. And the fact of the matter is, A&M has never recruited on the same plane as Texas until they went to the SEC. They put all of the kids in the NFL, and at this point, perception has turned into reality, and Texas was never going to rise to the to a national power in the Big 12. That was the reason they wanted to move. Now, the only reason that the SEC would share the pie with Texas and OU is because they stand to make a lot more money with those guys, and that's why it'll go through. But I think the move happens from everything I heard. Um, I I don't know if Texas will do good in the SEC, but it's a money thing. But from the football side, it's really about recruiting and returning to national prominence, which we never do in the Big 12 because the conference up. So Yeah, I, I think that there would be growing pains for, for Texas and for Oklahoma, but I don't think it's as it, – it's not as traumatic as – like I, I don't think they're going to end up being a, you know, a, a mid-level program in, in the SEC. I, I don't picture that. I, I mean – and if they are, so what? They're going to make a lot more They'll money. Be, and, yeah. and and I'll do respect because I know you're a recruiting guy, Gary. It's got nothing to do with it. it that's not a motivating factor here. The motivating it's factor nice, but is it's money. Yeah, it, it's you know. And can, if you recruit better, can you make more money? Well, maybe. But the the thing is, it, it, yeah, they're a rich school. Nobody's rich enough right now. Nobody. And a lot of these schools lost a bunch of money. That they count on every year. They're, no, they're, you know who is rich enough? A and M. Yeah, that yeah. they're like, oh, we don't need it. No, yeah. we're good. But we keep that money. <laughs> but I guarantee you, every other school in the SEC is like, dude, we we didn't have packed houses last year. We lost a bunch of games. Um, we lost a bunch of revenue from those games. 
yeah, I kind of need you to, I need you to come with us on this one, A and M. And I think in the end, what happens if there's a vote? Everybody else is going to vote yes. A and M will vote no, so that they can, you know, kind of puff their chest out and say, well, they, their, fa- their fans will say, oh, yeah. Because if you vote yes, then the fans are going to they're going to run that AD or that president out. Oh yeah, yeah. And the the one thing that we haven't talked about is is the you said fans don't really have any say in this except for the really high dollar booster fans and they will have a say in it sure and those are guys who guess what they don't care about money because they're the ones dumping a bunch of it into the program so you you could have a bunch of them say hey we don't want this and i could see that at a&m hard for me to make a case that all the boosters from everywhere else would tell their school the same thing so i mean a&m has to act like they don't want it i think um, seven one three seven eight OESPN. Let's do one more. Wade. Hey, sports fellas. Sports. Uh, just wanted to say, I do not believe that UT would ever want to leave a conference if they can't win. That's the easiest path to the national championship for them is to win the Big Twelve. Why would they want to invite more competition? Make it harder. I mean, it just doesn't make sense where you have to almost have an undefeated season to have a shot now. Why this would you the... want to put so many landmines on your schedule? Wade, there's about to be a 12-team playoff. Yeah, I mean, you, you're going to be able to lose three games and go to the playoff. Uh, I, I mean, and, that, and, that, that, with that change, it makes it a lot easier for Texas to go, you know what, let's do this thing. And on top of that, it, it, this has nothing to do with what's on the field, really. It's about branding. It's about eyes on television sets. Sure, do more people watch when Texas is good? And told Alice is because it's about money, not winning. Absolutely. Absolutely. Everybody said the same thing about AM when they left. Oh, well, they, they have a better chance to win this conference. Well, guess what? They, they're a hell of a lot richer right now. What do you think matters the most to, to the people who are writing the checks? All right. Quick break. It's the Adrian Yanez on the other side. All righty. Be right back. It's Blitz on ESPN 975-925. ESPN 97.5.